Hey Beach Boys fans, Joe here. I'd like to start out by asking you to go to facebook.com slash beachboyspodcast and uh, like this podcast there. That would be nice for me to see who all of you are. So that's facebook.com slash beachboyspodcast. And also someone, a listener, had written me asking me to use uh, the Beach Boys music uh, underneath the talking on the podcast and I just have to say, you have to understand, I really don't have the rights to use the Beach Boys music. And uh, I'm sure they have lawyers listening at all times, so I wouldn't want to open that can of worms. And um, so that's that. And today I want to talk about a book, Back to the Beach, a Be Brian Wilson and the Beach Boys Reader, which was a book released in 1997, edited by Kingsley Abbott. And uh, I found this in my bookshelf. I have not read it in probably 10 years or so. And uh, it was really nice flicking through it again. It has some great pieces of writing in it and uh, also a lot of interviews or transcriptions of interviews with Brian and uh, various Beach Boys related people. So I uh, wanted to talk a little bit about that. It has a foreword by Brian Wilson and he says, um, enjoy the book, and remember it was always our intention that our music would give you a belly full of love. Love and mercy, Brian Wilson. I thought that was such a classic Brian way of describing something, a belly full of love. Quite poetic, really, isn't it? And um, so anyway, this book is filled with various uh, SSA texts and interviews. And... Um, an overall impression is that it's, it's kind of sad in some ways because it had, has a lot of interviews with Brian during difficult times and um, the way that Brian's life is depicted in this book is it just seems like hell a lot of the time um, and yet in some of the interviews Brian is quite talkative and is sharing a lot and um, there is one piece here called The Healing of Brother Bry, written by David Felton, and it was originally printed in uh, Rolling Stone in uh, 1976. That was part of the whole Brian is Back campaign. And this is a really interesting piece, I think. It is a long interview with Brian, and um, it's, uh, well, he talks very openly about all kinds of things, as he often does. But I just think it, it captures something. It's just like one of those um, pieces that, you know, it's, it's difficult to get a, a clear impression because obviously when any interview is transcribed, it's so different from hearing someone actually saying the words. You don't get any of that uh, flavor of what they actually sounded like or, or really what they actually meant. But it's still interesting, uh, mostly because Ryan is talking so much and so freely. And... Um, in this interview, Brian is asked, is there much else you could do if you didn't write songs? Brian says, no, not really. I'm not cut out to do very much at all. Which is one of those really kind of sad moments. And yet I love how he's so honest about just being so vulnerable a lot of the time. He doesn't try to big himself up a lot of the time like... Um, certainly a lot of rock stars do. And so anyway, as David Felton writes, he's the one who's 
coined this phrase, endless bummer. He says that uh, it's been a really tough time for uh, the Beach Boys that summer, and uh, the last four months has been one endless bummer. I just thought it was such a nice play on words. And uh, here is a little interesting uh, passage, um, still from this same piece by David Felton. He writes, First, I tried a musical analysis thing, portraying the Beach Boys as primitivists, like contemporary composer Karl Orff. Both Orff and the Beach Boys ignored the virtuosic contrivances of established music and returned to the common, simple rhythms and harmonies of the people. They both orchestrated this folk element with layers of brilliant tonal color and ambience to produce a music of incredible spiritual purity. I mentioned this to the Beach Boys, and none of them have ever heard of Karl Orff, which in a way I thought reinforced my theory, but also sort of soured me on it. There was that passage, and I just, I love that kind of music writing where, um, where the writer actually has uh, his own train of thoughts. It's not just analyzing uh, what his interviewee is saying, and, and there's plenty of that, but he just has some nice um, pieces around in this text that I really like as well. And let's see, he also has another really nice little uh, passage here. It says, there is a directness about Ryan Wilson that can be alarming. He doesn't mince words. Like he'll walk into this really posh Chinese restaurant, wave aside the niceties of cocktails or menus and simply ask, you got any shrimp? So there was that little passage as well. I don't know, there are plenty of little fun bits like that or interesting parts. And another one of the chapters in this book is uh, written by David Leaf, uh, Requiem for the Beach Boy, and it's about Dennis. And he had uh, plenty of interesting things to say. Um, let's see. Well, for instance, he writes, Dennis lived his life with a freshness and vitality. All that really mattered was this one wonderful moment of now. Incredibly, it was not an act. He was genuine. So there was that passage. I, I quite like a lot of the turns of phrases he uses. Obviously, David Leaf is a very good writer. Um, this was written in 1983. And he also shares uh, an anecdote about Dennis. It goes... Possibly my favorite memory is the time he called me at three in the morning. He was reading the book I wrote about the band, The Beach Boys and the Californian Myth, and he had been hurt by something I'd written. He demanded to know the source of fact. Dennis, I softly replied, normally I wouldn't reveal a source, but in this case I'll make an exception. Your mother told me that. Dennis countered with, why did you listen to her? We both erupted in laughter. I think that was the last time I spoke with him. So there was that little passage, and um, just this entire book is filled with a lot of interesting things. Um, obviously, that would only be interesting to the you know, very interested fan, but um, it's great. I like it a lot, and I even like the cover photo. It has that great picture uh, in Brian's tent, the six Beach Boys and a banana on top of the top pillow there. It's a very nice picture. Um, I guess the only thing I don't like about it is, is that on, well, my edition anyway, on the front it says they've used a quote by Paul McCartney saying, Pet Sounds was my inspiration for making Sgt. Pepper. And as I believe I've mentioned before, I don't care for this constant uh, talking like we have to 
get the stamp of approval of the Beatles that, you know, Brian Wilson or Beach Boys were great. Like, well, we know that. And uh, I just don't need their approval. I love the Beatles. Nothing about, nothing bad about that. But I just don't need these constant quotes from them, you know, saying that, yes, the Beach Boys are actually good because we already know they are. So anyway, if you've read this book, um, maybe you should take another look at it, as I did. It uh, certainly can handle several... Um, to be read several times, I find. And um, if you have not, I highly recommend it. As far as I know, it's still available on Amazon and various places. So again, Back to the Beach, edited by Kingsley Abbott. Okay, that's it for now. Bye.